The reviews are in, and we're going to tell you what they are. He's Todd Vandenberg. I'm Rob Steele. And boy, do we have some stupid news to start the show off with. Actually, I'm going to go to a meme first. You know what? Let's do a meme. Memes are fun. Everyone loves memes. Uh, there was one circulating this past week that said, one of these guys got to go and all of their movies too. Which one are you going to pick? And the choices were Seth Rogen, Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, and Will Ferrell. And my thought was, can it please be all of the above? <laughs> I don't want to choose just one of them. I want... I. I if we're going to leave anyone, Seth Rogen, he seems decent. The rest of them can uh, uh, annoy the crap out of me. So just go on. And Agreed. I'll be fine. I agree with your choice. And if they all have to go, that would be okay, too. I'm, I'm, I kind of feel bad about doing this to Seth Rogen because he seems like a genuinely, genuinely nice guy. And yet. They probably all are, but I don't really want to be inflicted by, by, with what they think is funny at this point in their careers. Well, actually, let's go with something I think is kind of funny because this doesn't make a damn bit of sense to me. <laughs> uh, it comes from the BBC, which has done some funny things, and this is one of them, but it's not in a funny ha-ha kind of way. It has to do with someone named Miranda Wayland, who is the diversity and representation manager for the BBC. Uh, she has a problem with a show called Luther. Uh-oh. What? Uh, now, th this is the, for those of you who have never seen Luther, this is the detective show starring Idris Elba. This is a very, very cool show. It's an awesome now, show. Wayland has praised the show for uh, by saying it has a really strong black character lead. It's Idris Elba. Of course it does. <laughs> but... She added this week, and I'm going to quote this paragraph that has quotes with her in it, and there's too many quotation marks, so just bear with the way I'm phrasing this. She added it was superficially diverse and says the series doesn't feel authentic because Luther <clears throat> has no black friends and doesn't eat Caribbean food in the series. Oh, good for her to stereotype the character. Wow. Luther, by the way, if you haven't seen the show, Luther has no friends. That's why he has no black friends. Well, it's kind of like a, a by default thing. <clears throat> Spoiler alert, Luther is an unmitigated asshole. He's kind of a horrible person. It's an awesome show, and he's terrific. Idris Elba's terrific in it, but he ain't the guy who's going to be having friends. <laughs> Has she seen the show? I don't. I, I mean, <laughs> I can't tell. And, and the the has no black friends. You know what? That's fine. Whatever. But doesn't eat Caribbean food. Yeah, that's boy. Nothing like racial profiling, there, idiot. I I didn't know that was a thing. By the way, uh, if you're black, you should be eating Caribbean food now. According to the BBC. Yeah. Diversity chief person thing don't be diverse make sure you eat caribbean food i'm not sure i've ever eaten caribbean food and i'm not that well i mean you're closer than i am but uh i've had plenty of caribbean food of course i'm not black so i probably shouldn't eat it oh oh what what the hell kind of a comment is that <laughs> i have no idea yeah i really think she needs to be reassigned if she thinks she knows how to properly 
represent diversity and she's complaining that someone doesn't have black friends, a character doesn't have black friends or doesn't eat a specific type of food that she feels they should eat because they're black. Well, I, I when I read, I had to read this a couple of times and do a Google search because I read Miranda wow. and went, wait a minute, Miranda Hart. She's the comedian, right? The, the six foot something woman who's very she's kind of funny when she's doing a tv show i've seen her stand up i'm yes, not maybe, maybe it's tongue-in-cheek i hope it's tongue-in-cheek it's but it's not her this is miranda wayland who oh, uh, sure it's not well then it's just tongue and stupid from the wayland corporation that ended up doing the yeah. stuff could be the problem best i can come up with and even that doesn't make sense wow uh, neither did this <laughs> the falcon and the winter soldier I thought was a spectacular series. I think it's better than WandaVision. I think it was it was fun. It had a great story. It had great great everything really. Um except the one big cameo that they said they were going to have. Mm-hmm. Cuz they they did that with uh, with WandaVision and it ended up being Evan Peters and that kind of worked. I liked that. Wow. Ha- having him in it uh, made sense because, ooh, they, they recast Quicksilver and we're going to tie in the X-Men movies? No, we're not. Just kidding. Ha ha. The big cameo in Falcon and Winter Soldier was Julia Louise Dreyfus or right. Louis Dreyfus or what? Yeah. No. I'm here's, sorry. Here, here's the thing about that. I, I'm fine with that character. I mean, that's interesting. That's kind of a deep reach for people who aren't, aren't into the comics that much. Very cool right. that he brought the character in. Great actress. That's wonderful. The problem to me is the hype. You know, because they did the same thing with WandaVision. And, and really, in some ways, it was touched off just because of, you know, a random con- comment by Paul Bettany. And it's like, oh, I get to work with someone I've written. And it was himself. You know, they need to stop this. This is like, oh, there's... And it, they're, it's not a Marvel officially doing it. It's people involved with the projects, and they're saying, oh, wait till you see this. Stop it. We want to watch it anyway. Don't overhype it, and then people are thinking, oh, my God, it's going to be... Do- no, it's not going to be freaking Doctor Doom. You know? It's going to be <laughs> just some random character, and, and if they just let it play out, it'll be more fun for people instead of getting people hyping the expectations they're already paid up pretty high you don't need to do that so stop this bogus crap about oh wait for this. it's like just shut up and just let us watch it Ooh, ooh! did you see the other cameo where dan Aykroyd ran across the screen in the background no you didn't because he wasn't there that would have been something i would have gone oh okay that's cute yeah you know, something to, that you actually had to look for right this right. you didn't have to look for she was a plot point right and, and, and a very cool introduction, and it has big ramifications for the MCU moving forward. But, Especially if you watch the mid-credit scene in yes. episode six, which there is one. If you if you right. got used to there not being one, go back and watch episode six. It's there. Right. And I agree with you. I, said the, I don't know if I agree with you that it's better than WandaVision, because I really liked WandaVision too. But it's very different from WandaVision. There's oh, it's very different concepts. And but it's terrific, and it has a lot of it has a lot of important things to say about society and, and politics. And you know, again, I go back to to Martin Scorsese, who thinks they're all just roller coaster rides. Is like, listen, Mister 
mafia Mark. fanboy. Maybe you should actually watch some of these projects. Or, or you know, maybe he watched Green Lantern. He's like, okay, some of them are crap. Absolutely. It's that's DC sure. too. But and, you need to pay attention to some of the better work because they're talking about important concepts. So some some fool who, you know, some right wing Trumper D bag said you know, he said that, oh, well, you know, when the second episode came out and they had that scene when the cops pulled when the cops pulled him over or pulled off because Bucky and the Falcon are having a discussion and all of a sudden, you know, it's you know, there's the cops and oh my God and you know it's and they're having their Black Lives Matter moment as this as this uh, blogger said. And he's claimed that eighty percent of the viewers cut off turned off their turned off the series at that point. And it's like, okay, first place, how would you know? You can't. So stop lying and stop pushing your stupid ass agenda. Uh, probably more people would have heard about it and started watching it because of that. Because there is a message in this. There are several messages in this. I mean, that's one of the things I liked about that, about the whole that's, series. I think that's one of the reasons I liked it better than WandaVision is because it had it had that message. It's a good message. And it didn't have the... WandaVision had kind of a sad ending. Right. And this didn't. Well, WandaVision is about dealing with, I mean, WandaVision is about dealing with grief. I mean, it's not like it's not about something important. It totally is. This is just a totally different message. I I just want to have a, every so often have a show with a happy ending. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I, I got kind of bitter when Torchwood came out and (laughs) I like the, you know, quick review of that series. The first 75, 80% of every episode is excellent. It's that last 25, 20, 25% of the show where it becomes dreadfully depressing. <laughs> Everything goes wrong and people start dying off. And then there's these characters and they just evaporate and you go, but I liked him. I, I'm tired of that. I, I, I want to have something with a happy ending. This had a happy ending and a good message. Yeah. Something of a, of so, a very mild spoiler has a happy ending, which... Lots of ways that that could come out, so not too much exactly. to there. Um, I'm trying not to spoil it. Julia <laughs> Louis Dreyfus, she irks me. <laughs> does she irk you, or does, or does one of her characters irk you? It started with her character on on Seinfeld yeah. because uh, the only person on that show that I think you're supposed to like is Jerry, and I kind of like Jerry. Jerry's Jerry's fine. Jerry's I like doing like watching his stand up. He's funny. He's kind Everyone of everyone else on that show, yeah. not as much. Oh yeah, exactly. And they're not supposed to be likable. That's the whole point. Exactly. So why are we watching it? <laughs> people go well, I, I didn't watch much of it actually. Uh, and a lot of people giving Wyatt Russell grief is like, oh man, I hate Wyatt Russell. It's like you're supposed to. <laughs> That's the character. And he, he has some it's, interesting arc. Very interesting arc in here, and one one video, one uh, YouTube channel that's quite popular was talking about. Oh, you know he, uh, and this is I'll just say this part because they said, oh, you know, it turns out he's a hero. It's like you weren't watching the same show I was watching. You missed, that, <laughs> missed a few scenes there. I think you did. Yeah, he he definitely has some heroic moments for sure, but yeah, they stayed true to the comics because. That uh, Mr. Walker is, is a complicated character, and he is a complicated character in the MCU. And he is at the end of 
the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which has an interesting title. I think it's going to be interesting if they if uh, they finally move on to Captain America and the Winter Soldier because there is a movie coming. Yeah. Uh, episodes what well, episode six it was six wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. six came out. Uh, end of this series, and everyone went, yay! And then they said, we're making a movie. And people went, oh, yay! Hopefully, yeah. yay. Yeah. Um, with this cast, apparently. That was in question for a while, but now that's apparently a thing. Good. Keep yeah, why, it up. Why on earth would they not keep the cast? I mean, obviously, they're going to keep the two leads, but why would you not keep everybody? I mean, that would make no well, sense. There was a temporary rumor that Chris Evans was coming back to do a, meanwhile, between Captain America 1 and 2, this story right. happened. No, don't do that. Right. Well, they can. They can, but we don't want them to. Well, I think it'd be fine, but it would be Captain America in some other timeline, or Captain America, what What was he doing in 1950? Oh, nothing, because he was frozen. What was he doing <laughs> in 1943? You know, some other war adventure or something like that. You know, or nineteen sixty. Oh, that would be fine too, because I'm sure he did something in those five years. Other actually, what I think would be funny would be to have him uh, just do a David Attenborough, (laughs) wandering through the Arctic. Oh, there's a plane with Captain America in it. This must be the fourth movie, and then keep going. And then the penguins went over here. You know. I am more than fine to see more of Chris Evans as Cap, but I'm also more than fine to move on. But I really want to see more of Anthony Mackie as Cap. Absolutely. So many good, so many good moments in, especially in the, this last episode. I was going to ask if this movie would win an Oscar, but it's not a movie; it's a TV series, and that would be an Emmy. That would be. An but Emmy. there are Oscars forthcoming. There's a which is not Oscars. my thing. That's your thing. There's, there are Oscars coming up. How did you get? How did you get? Oscars and monster movies out of this. I don't know if that's, that's <laughs> thing, and I don't know how that worked. I don't know, but it did. Yeah, Oscars, depending on when you listen to this, they could be tonight. They could have been last night. All depends. But the Oscars are on Sunday the 25th. And for the first time in a while, I actually managed to see all of the eight nominees for Best Picture. And I can honestly say they're all, all eight are very good movies. There's a couple that I... Don't think I would have nominated as Best Picture, but they're good, very good movies still. Uh, for me, well, here's the, the roster. The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. So out of those two, I would pull Mank and The Trial of the Chicago 7 out. I wouldn't have nominated them either as Best Picture. They're both very good. I just don't think that they were among the up to 10 best films. They certainly weren't among the best eight. Uh, There's a film definitely should have been nominated because to me it was the best picture last year. That's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Should have been in this movie, in this category, but it's not nominated. Out of the nominees, I'm still kind of stuck between Minari and Nomadland. Um... Minari about a young Korean family living in Arkansas in the 70s and just it's just a family drama about how they're adjusting and not so much about their identity and how they've made it fit in with America is just in general it's just life awesome freaking movie though Nomadland 
awesome movie about people who are nomads like in our current society they they are gig workers and they just live in RVs and they go where the jobs go um, and I'll go back to Nomadland in a little bit but honestly as long as it's not Mank or The Trial of Chicago 7 any of these are, are certainly worthy of being best picture but I would hope though that they would either go with Minari or Nomadland since they didn't even nominate the real best picture uh, best actor it would probably be the biggest freaking upset ever if it's not Chadwick Boseman because obviously he's no longer with us and if he had just been okay in this film they probably would have given it to him he is phenomenal this is the best thing I've seen him do this might be the best acting performance I've ever seen like in anything and I mean anything he is freaking incredible and it, it's unfortunate for Riz Ahmed, who is nominated for Santa Metal. He's awesome. Gary Oldman is great in Mank. The movie isn't great. The movie's good, but he's great in Mank. Steven Yeun in Minari. Anthony Hopkins is like, yeah, you kind of know he's good, but Bozeman is just freaking phenomenal. I'm like, oh my God. He's just, he's just incredible. So, I mean, that's, that is an absolute freaking lock, which means, of course, he probably won't win. Um, best Actress, Viola Davis for Ma Rainey. Uh, that, this one is a little tougher because I've seen four of the five. Viola Davis, Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of Woman, Frances McDormand in No Man Land, Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman. Only one I haven't seen is Andre Day for United States versus Billie Holiday. And she won uh, Golden Globe Best Actress. Uh, <sighs> It's almost like Frances McDormand is like, okay, well, it's, she's almost turning into, you know, it's, it's she's in the movie, so okay, fine, it's yours. It's just like, I, I think they won't give it to her because of that, but she's definitely deserving. But I kind of have a feeling that's going to be Viola Davis because, again, phenomenal, phenomenal in Malrani's Black Bottom. Animated, best animated film, I actually saw One Hole. Of the four nom five nominees, so <laughs> Soul is really good, though. Um, certainly deserving, but can't really speak to what should win. Uh, best director, haven't seen another round. Thomas Vinterberg is nominated for Vinterberg, not my last name, no relation, for another round. David Fincher did make kind of an odd film for a David Fincher film because it's not weird. Uh, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, <laughs> Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, and Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. Uh, I would be kind of shocked if Chloe Zhao doesn't work, doesn't win for Nomadland because there are, I think, precisely three professional actors in the film. Everybody else is playing themselves. The actual people who are living in the RVs and They'll work at Amazon shipping department during the holidays, and then they'll go work in fields during the summer for harvests. I mean, the performance is, and, and I guess you could say in a way, it's like, well, they're just playing themselves. Uh, having seen, what is the film, 17 Minutes to Paris, the one with the three military guys who stopped a terrorist plot on a train right. that Clint Eastwood directed and they actually play themselves and they're awful 
They are horribly freaking bad. They're playing themselves and they're terrible. And Clint Eastwood directed it. He, he, he's a good director. He's a damn good director. It is not easy to get good performances out of people who've never acted before. And everybody in this movie is phenomenal. So I, I would be shocked if, if she does not win for Nomadland. Because it's an excellent film. But, I mean, the performances are just, like, insanely good. So my pick for Best Picture, again, going back to it, I'm going to say they didn't nominate the right one. But I think they'll probably, probably go with Nomadland. Although... Minari would be a close, close second. But again, should have been Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. So that's when, that's it for the Oscars for me. But all eight of the movies are really good. You know what movie is not going to win an Oscar? I can think of several, but I bet I know which one you're thinking of. I, I am thinking of my. It, it's time again for my annual review of the Pet Shop Boys movie. It couldn't <laughs> happen here. Because yep. It, it was that time again. I, I sat down and watched it. And if you happen to find it, give it a shot. And if you can find out what the hell this movie is about, let me know. I've watched it every year for the past. Let's see, this is the seventh year I, since I finally found it. I still don't know what the hell it's about. But I did pick out two interesting things that I had not noticed before. And they come in the closing credits. Uh, it is not a closing credits scene. It is a two actual closing credits. One, uh, there's a continuity director. Why? There's there's no continuity in this movie at all whatsoever. How how can there be a continuity director? Is it that same lady who is the diversity person for BBC? Maybe it is. <laughs> There's also one of those disclaimers at the very end that says the characters and events depicted in this film are fictitious, et cetera, et cetera. How the hell could this have really happened? The movie is called It Couldn't Happen Here because you look at it and go, what the hell? I don't even know what the hell's going on in this movie, much less how could this possibly be real? Anyway, I'm going to recommend it because it's, it's, got, it's, it's got good music in it. Um, yes, it's all done by the Pet Shop Boys. It's their movie. They star in it, kind of, I think, sort of. They may or may not be playing themselves. And Joss Ackland may or may not be playing a blind pedophilic priest who's a serial killer. We're not really sure. Fun. You just know the police are looking for him and he's in the back of the car. That's not a spoiler. You watch him get in the back of the car. It was in the music video that came out for this movie. I'm moving on to something else that couldn't happen here. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Which, uh, the new version came out, what, a couple days ago. We're, we're going to go with last Friday. Of course, we have no idea when you're... Li you could be listening to this five years from now, and as far as you're concerned, it still came out last Friday. So there. Exactly. You're, you're just a bit slow. Um... I'm going to go ahead and tell you my favorite line from this movie because it kind of sums it up. Uh, there, Sonya is talking with the new main character who I'll get to in a minute and she's telling him all about Mortal Kombat and they find a thing where it's spelled out, you know, uh, graffitied on a wall and he looks at her and said, they spelled it wrong. <laughs> that, that's my favorite part of the movie. 
Um, now, the best way, I think, to do this is to compare it to the original Mortal Kombat movie that came out in 1995. Now, I am going to be a slightly biased on this because I stopped playing the Mortal Kombat games at Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, my daughter informs me they're up to 11 because I don't pay a, that much attention to them. I know the graphics are beautiful, whatever. I stopped playing at Mortal Kombat 3, and I didn't even play those that much because I suck at these games. <laughs> I really do. They're, I'm I'm good at I'm good at Street Fighter. I cannot play Mortal Kombat at all. So I thought I would break this down a little bit. Let's compare the original 1995 version to the 2021 version in several categories. Starting off with acting, <laughs> I think the original version, and Todd may disagree with all of these. I don't know. The original version had better acting in it. Much oh. better acting. The The new main character is not Liu Kang like it was in the first one. He's in this different actor. But our new main character is Cole Young, who, like I said, I stopped after three. I don't know who this guy is. Anyway, my problem with him is not only was he dry and bland and a little bit Groot, um, he didn't do that much for a main character. He's one of the better acting performances, too, which is sad. It is. I mean, <laughs> we, we follow him throughout the movie, but he doesn't really do that much other than I have a family. Here's a picture of my wife and my kid. And that's about there's not much to him. He's vague. Apparently, at one point, he was a champion and he's losing MMA fights in just like not backyard organizations, but very small organizations now. Right. We never get the story, unless I missed it, we never get the story of like, what happened? That oh, I'll get to that. But he yeah. was a champion, and now he's just like... Uh, let's see, next category, special effects. I am going to have to give it to the new version because, totally. you know, of course, the special effects are better. It's 2021, oh. not 1995. Oh. They know how to do CG better. Don't I will say, say this. Of course. There's Goro that have crappy special effects. <laughs> Goro, in my head, is actually worse because Goro was uh, was all CG now, right. and you know what? That's fine. He doesn't look horrible, but I loved the idea of him being the big animatronic puppet he was in the first one because you could tell he's there. They are acting with him because he's there they could reach out and touch him and while he didn't look as polished as the new goro does the old one you had a more more sense of a character looks more real yeah. uh may i when you talk about of course the special effects are better these days may i refer you to the four-hour version of justice league just because they can make better special effects doesn't mean that we get them. Exactly. Goro looks better than Darkseid does, frankly, I think. Oh, but, yeah. But, Absolutely. Which is, which is awful that Justice League had such crappy special effects. However, I agree with you. The Goro in the first film back in 95 looks more real, is better than the Goro in this. That's the only place where the effects fall. And it's not that Goro looks right. bad. Like, again, it's better than what they did for $70 million extra dollars in Justice League. But <clears throat> it doesn't look quite as good. The other effects are extremely good. 
I think that's part of the problem. I think they spent like 90% of the budget on the effects in this movie. And they forgot, oh, let's get other things like writers. <laughs> um, one of the other things, I uh, next category I had is fighting. Again, I think the new version is a little bit better um, because there's a little bit better cinematography. Not a choreography necessarily, but cinematography, yeah. which means you can see better. Um, so it, it kind of works, but there was a bit of unnecessary wire work yeah. where you kind of go, okay, that guy's been punched. He's going to fall backwards. And all of a sudden, he it's it's a wire uh, you know, wire work shot where he's flying backwards and you go, why? Liu Kang's bicycle kick did not work for me. Liu Kang's bicycle kick does not work in this movie. It did not work in the 1995 movie. And newsflash, it didn't work in the video game either. It was just a stupid idea. Don't it works, do it. It works in the video game if you hit the right uh, combination. Um, yeah, I mean... It, they it, does, really, it, 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 it looks stupid, though, where, wherever does. you do it. Yeah, it's uh, and and I know why they put it in, but they needed to do a better job of that. That's one of the few things that they needed to do a better job with, as far as the fights go. Although I'll say, fights in this were are not as good as the fights in the Netflix Daredevil series, for example. So these are not. Which yeah. again, this is one of the things where this fell down for me. So the fight scenes are good. I've seen better fight scenes, and this is Mortal Kombat. And you clearly hired people who can fight because you sure as hell didn't hire people who can act. So you didn't quite do what you're supposed to do in, in either in either version. Fight scenes aren't bad. They're good, but they're not great. And, and they should be. And that's a problem. Yeah. Um, let's see. More characters. Which one had more characters from the video games? As far as I'm concerned, it's kind of a draw. Because I think they had the same number of characters in each, but they weren't necessarily the same characters. Because they were Johnny Cage, for example, is right. not in this. He's set up to be in the sequel. There's a reference to him at the end. Look at the poster. It's it's kind of there. That's not a spoiler. You you'll figure it out by then. Yeah. Um, but some of, some of the characters I liked them bringing in. Yeah. Some of them. I was like, well, I don't know who that is, so I've got no frame of reference. Yeah, some of them were just pointless because they added nothing, what nothing. The, the, to the, the character with the bird fight. wings. Right, right. I don't know why, but there we go. She comes in and fights somebody, and that's and there's there's no purpose for that character to, to exist other than oh, let's have someone to fight. Or some of the other characters added like comic relief, or there was a little more than just. This is a, basically a, a fighting dummy. So, the uh, the origin story for this, I got to give it to the old version. Raiden came in, uh, even if he's played by Christopher Lambert, which yeah. was a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, came in and said, "Here's the story. Here's what's going on," and there were a lot more details uh, in the original version. In this one, there were details given. But there was absolutely no feeling to it. Right. I agree. It was all just kind of slapped together. And Sonya Blade for, and Jax, for some reason, have been researching this. Why? Because they got bored and they live in a <clears throat> You know, and they have their trash, all photos up with all little red strings because they saw, I guess they saw Dexter. So let's do this. Like, Why are you doing this like you're tracking serial killers? I mean, it's just. And there was no sense of, there was a sense of urgency in the original. 
Right. There wasn't in this one. And I'll, I'll get to another point in this in a minute. Um, video game references, because it's a video game movie, I have to give it to the new one because even I figured out several uh, things that came directly from the game, not just the bicycle kick, but there was another Liu Kang thing. Oh, tons I of remember things. from the video game of uh, you can apparently go through the Mortal Com- early Mortal Kombat games just using the small kick button, which does a leg sweep. So there yep. was one scene in this where he just does like seven or eight consecutive leg, small leg sweeps. Yep. And it works every time. And you kind of, you know, if you've played the game, you kind of go, yep. I remember that. And that was cute. And the character he's fighting literally says, is, don't you know anything else? <laughs> <laughs> no. Click, click, click. Because I don't have to do anything else because you suck. Um yeah, there are lots of references to the game, which is fun. It needs to. It's a video game movie. You've got to have references to it. Of course. Um, overall story and everything, I got to go back to the original. Uh, it was more, just overall for the movie, it was more fun. Um, the new movie lacked, it just did not have any sense of fun or urgency or feeling. There was, it was very cold, uh, sterilized almost. I think the fights were fun, but right, there was no sense of urgency. There was almost no sense. Well, we're saving the world, but there's no sense of purpose that they're saving the world, really. Here's my other, um, my main flaw with the new one is we're worried about the Mortal Kombat tournament. And I suppose this is going to be a spoiler. Did they ever have the tournament in this movie? (laughs) <laughs> that's kind of a problem, isn't it? I I, I mean, they had the fights, yes. but I did not see anything that looked even remotely tournament-ish. Right. Yeah, um, I have no idea why. I guess they thought, oh, let's take this in, in an unexpected way. And it's like, but, but it's a tournament. That's what the whole thing is about. It's like, why don't you just have that? So, I mean, yeah, you know, they. I can see, oh, let's do it this way. And they still had individual fights. <clears throat> but it didn't really quite pan out like that. Um, just, and, and I enjoyed the film, the movie, the flick, and maybe at some point I'll watch it again. It's not that I didn't like it, but I agree with you. It didn't measure up to the first version overall, and basically because on really basic things like like the freaking plot, and not only... Not only just how everything is structured, but the individual scenes. I mean, there's so many just really dead lines that it would take. Great actors would have a hard time with some of these lines, and they didn't have great actors either. So, you know, I will say that everyone was more wooden in this movie, except Sonya, who was marginally better than the original. Well... Marginally, the actress in the original in, is awful. Wasn't she like Roger Federer's wife or something? I don't remember what her deal was, uh, but she wasn't a fighter and she wasn't an actress, so didn't make a whole lot of and sense. She wasn't so much eye candy either. <laughs> so, yeah, that that whole situation was kind of odd. Yeah, the, the and I don't remember the name of the actor who played Johnny Cage or the actor who played Liu Kang in the original, but they were both... Robin Shu played Liu Kang. 
they're both really good. Yeah. I mean, they're very, very good. Um, and, you know, they had some really good actors. And in this, I, I mean, I appreciate the fact that they went for, oh, let's cast Asian or Asian-American actors as Asian characters. That's kind of a good thing. Uh, but, but Christopher Lambert was a lot of fun as Raiden. I mean, it didn't make any damn sense. I mean, no, I was gonna say, it, it didn't let's, really... let's, let's cast Christopher Lambert as a Chinese god. Let's cast Christopher Lambert as a immortal Scotsman. It's like, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> I like Christopher Lambert, but the accent's kind of interesting for those roles. But you know, if, I'm pretty sure they have really good actors. Uh, in those countries or Asian Americans who could have played those roles. And, and again, part of it is the script because the script, I, I think a lot of it was the script sucks and a lot of it can yep. be the direction. I mean, there've been some terrific actors who've given horrifyingly bad performances. And yes, I'm thinking of the star Wars prequels. It was like, Oh, let's have some Oscar winning a- actors in roles. And they, even they can't do anything with them because the director doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yes, George Lucas, you don't know how to direct people. Never have, clearly. Um, so it's uh, it's hard to identify. Are they bad actors? Is it a terrible script? I think it's probably a little of both. So, yeah, it sounds like I hate the movie. I don't hate the movie. It's fun. But, you know, it's a video game movie. You know what? I'm, I'm thinking rather than recommending this, I'm going to say go back and watch Falcon and Winter Soldier again. Oh, hell yeah. It, it, it's we'll be spending a lot more time but you know what it'll be a lot more fun a lot more satisfying and if you want to watch Mortal Kombat go right ahead knock yourself out if you want to watch the Pet Shop Boys movie it might make more sense I'm just saying anyway there's some options for you give you something to do this week in the meantime COVID still exists So if you go outside, wear a mask. Otherwise, I'm going to recommend you just stay home and watch a movie. Captain, we're losing power in the warp engines. I think we should be leaving now. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Uh, And on that unusually harmonious bombshell, it is time to end. I am very disappointed. Man, we have a weird job. It's shameful, but uh, eh, it's a living. And like that, he's gone. Makanki.